If you have a Bible, you can find with me Joshua chapter 2. In Proverbs 27 and 10, it says, Remember or do not forget your father's friend. My father has a friend here this morning, Mr. Ron Causey. I'm glad you come this morning. Joshua chapter 2. I began preaching about Rahab here a while back. I did not plan but to preach just a couple sermons, and I wound up just getting wrapped up with Rahab. I think I'm on the eighth sermon now, and I'm not done yet. I've never been done. So somebody let me know about 30 minutes. I don't have a watch either. When you found Joshua chapter 2, I ask you to stand. I'm going to read one verse, and this is where I've been using it as my background passage. In Joshua chapter 2 verse 1, And Joshua the son of Nun sent out of Shittim two men to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and they came into a harlot's house named Rahab, and they lodged there. Our Father, this morning we just pray and ask that your blessing be upon this service. Father, we're thankful for what we've heard, and I pray, Father, we would not waste our time today. I pray, Father, you would fill me full of the Holy Ghost, enable me to preach, thus saith the word of the Lord. I pray that you use me to bring honor and glory to your name. In the name of Jesus Christ, we do pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. It is no wonder that John Newton wrote about the amazing grace of God. It is no wonder that the Apostle Paul declared in Romans 5.20, But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. The Apostle Paul had experienced the abounding grace of Christ in his life. He said in 1 Timothy 1.15, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. So where the sin of the chief sinners abounded, the saving grace of God much more abounded. If that was true in the life of the Apostle Paul, if that was true in the life of Rahab the harlot, because how could have someone that had lived such an immoral life as Rahab had in the past be numbered with those who were known for their faith in Hebrews 11? Rahab is mentioned there Hebrews 11.31 By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. So how is that possible? When we read about a harlot such as Rahab, how is it that we can read about her faith? Well the answer is grace. Philip Doddridge penned these words. 
Grace first contrived the way to save rebellious man and all the steps that grace did display which drew God's wondrous plan. Saved by grace alone, this is my plea. Jesus died for sinful men and women like the harlot Rahab. And so this morning we can say that Jesus died for me. When a man or a woman is saved, there is a matter that they almost always immediately want to deal with. Dewid Talmadge said, I am going to heaven. And I want to bring as many people as I can with me. So certainly it should be with each and every one of us. If we're on our way to heaven. We ought to want to bring as many to glory as we can. After coming to a saving faith in the Lord. Rahab sought this. There in chapter 2 verse 12. Now therefore I pray, you swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that you will also show kindness unto my Father's house, and give me a token, and that you will save alive my father, my mother, my brethren, and my sisters, and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death. Jericho would soon be destroyed. Rahab knew that. And Rahab could not bear to leave her family in such destruction. Joshua 6, 17. And the city shall be accursed, even it and all that are therein to the Lord. The word accursed here in the text may be translated to the word devoted. The city of Jericho was under a curse. The city of Jericho was devoted to destruction. Rahab's family lived there. And she did not want her family to perish with those who believed not in Jericho. So Rahab was told what to do by the two spies if she wanted to see her family saved, and what she was supposed to do. Verse 18, Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of the scarlet thread in the window, which thou did let us down by, and thou shalt bring thy father, thy mother, and thy brethren, and all thy father's household, home unto thee. Well, first of all this morning, I want us to look at Rahab and her burden. Rahab had a burden. And the burden that Rahab had was for her own family, her own flesh and blood. No sooner than she became a believer in the God of Israel and turned her back on her pagan 
beliefs and her immoral lifestyle, she had a burden for her mama, her daddy, and her brothers and her sisters. You will notice in verse 12, that's her priority. That's who she thought about first of all. I pray you swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that you'll show kindness to my father's house. Her number one priority was to see the salvation of her family. In John chapter 1, we read of another individual. After he met the Lord Jesus Christ, his first thought was about his own flesh and blood. And John 1 verse 40, one of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. And verse 41, he first findeth his own brother Simon. He found his brother. That was his priority. When Andrew came to know Christ, he immediately went to the one that he was the closest to. In verse 40, he said unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. The first person that he witnessed to was his brother. He made the salvation of his brother a priority. In verse 42, it said, and he brought him to Jesus. Is that not something that every one of us that has professed a hope in Christ, isn't that what we ought to want to do? See our family brought to know the Lord Jesus Christ. In Mark 5, we learn that it's always the Lord's will what we ought to do when we're first converted. And it is the will of God that we preach and speak to our families before we speak or preach to anybody else. In Mark 5, 18, And when he was coming to the ship, he that had been possessed with a devil prayed that he might go with Christ. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but he said, Go home! Go home! I've been called a hard shell Baptist, but I'm not. I am a missionary Baptist, as all Baptists ought to be. We all should be missionaries. But we see people going all over the world and all over the country and God's word says the first place that we are to go is home. Go home to your friends and tell them the great things that the Lord has done for thee. And he departed and he began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him and all men marveled. He was to go home and to witness to his family. Here's another example. In Mark 8, 25, after that he put his hands again upon his eyes and he made him look up and he was restored and he saw every man clearly. And he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into town, 
nor tell it to anyone in the town. Well, I thought we were supposed to tell everybody, Go home! Go home first! People at home know if there's been a change. People at home knew if God had done something. This man was blind, but now he could see. They would have known that he had been with Jesus. These folks knew that his life had changed. There's no doubt Rahab's mama and daddy and brothers and sisters would have known that her life had changed. And now, now she is concerned for their souls. And she has got a burden on her heart to see them saved from destruction and damnation. She had been delivered. Now that's what she wanted for her family. Should that not be my priority? Should that not be your priority? How do you do at the house? How do you do behind closed doors? All you know about me is the best. Every once in a while, that fellow that Brother Wayman was talking about the other day, we'll get out. But the folks at home, the folks at home know about it. Well, I can't witness to my family. Why not? Why not? If there's been a change in your life, that ought to be the first place. Jesus told the very same thing to his disciples. And behold, I send the promise upon you of my Father tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with the power from on high. Wait at home. You get your marching orders from home. In every one of these examples, we see the Lord beginning at home. That's where we could have get our walking orders. You going to tell somebody about Christ that lives across the road from you and you don't care if your kids go to heaven or hell? You don't care about them other folks. In every one of these examples, we see the Lord encouraging them to start at home with their family. To pray for their family. Start at home. Rahab could have prayed the words of Queen Esther. For how can I endure to see such evil that should come upon my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? How is it? How is it that we don't seem to be concerned about those that should be the closest to us? How is it that we will go land and sea to get our children involved in everything under the sun and forget about their soul's salvation? Rahab had a burden for her family. And if you don't have a burden for your family, you've got a big problem. Rahab began to pray. A person that has a burden will have a 
prayer in their heart for those that they're concerned about. However burden we are for our loved ones, it'll be seen in our prayer life. Joshua 2, 12, she said, I pray. I pray. She is pleading with the two spies on behalf of her family. When we pray, we pray to the God of the two spies. We pray and plead to the God of heaven that he would show mercy on our loved ones. We plead to the God that is able to save to the uttermost. We have many examples all throughout the word of God. Especially in the gospels. For individuals pleading with the Lord on the behalf of their family members. Think of the father that came to the Lord Jesus Christ one day. And he cried. If you've had children... There's been a many a mother and daddy that have wept tears over their sons and their daughters. He cried, Master, I beseech thee, look upon my son, for he is my only son, my only child. And lo, a spirit taketh him, and he suddenly crieth out, and it teareth him, and he foameth again, and he bruised him hardly, departing from him. Now you can imagine what that daddy was going through as he watched his son. The Bible tells us the devil had gotten a hold of his son. And the devil was doing everything in his power to destroy him. And I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but the devil is doing everything in his power today to destroy our sons and our daughters. Consider the old mothers of Salem. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that he brought to him. But when Jesus saw it, he was displeased and said unto them, Suffer ye the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. For verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands on them and blessed them. Is this not what we need to do? Beseech the Lord. Ask Him to have mercy upon those that we love. Those that need to be saved. You remember the Seraphonician woman? She was a Seraphonician, a Greek. And she besought Him that He would cast the devil out of her daughter. She didn't only ask for mercy for her child. She asked mercy for herself. Why would she ask mercy for yourself? You never had your kids stray far. You don't understand. (laughs) But it's hell to see those that you love perishing in the clutches of the world. Oh, my dear friend, 
we got to start at home with those that are closest to us. We got to tell them about Jesus. And every one of these examples of prayer, we see the Lord answering those prayers. That should be a great encouragement. Yes, sir. A great encouragement. Rahab could have prayed just for herself. I, I got a text from a man the other day and I, I looked up the song. Some folks don't sing it. Do you remember the old Broadman hymnal song, Others? We live in a society that's so wrapped up in themselves. Wrapped up in themselves. Others. She could have prayed just for herself, but she didn't. Third, you see where Rahab lived, the place. Then she let them down by a cord through the window for a house was upon the town wall and she dwelt upon the wall. The book of Joshua, you had the battle of Jericho and you know that when all that began to transpire, the walls fell first. Actually, they said the walls went right down into the ground. Joshua and the soldiers didn't have much rubble to climb over. Now here's Rahab. Family. As long as they were outside of faith, they were vessels fitted for wrath and destruction. They were in a place of damnation. They were born just like you and I in the Jericho of condemnation under the curse of God. They were abiding under the curse of God with all the others in the city. Now you see why Rahab had such a burden. The reason I don't think some parents have burdens for the kids, they don't believe in heaven or hell themselves. Those folks in Jericho were like the people Jesus spoke of in Matthew 7, 13. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go thereat. The sad part is, Many of our loved ones, many of our friends, they're on the broad way and they're facing the gates of destruction. Yes, sir. What do we need to do? Pray! Rahab didn't want her family numbered with those that would be destroyed. So she said to the spies, something I don't mind asking the Lord for, show kindness! Show mercy. In wrath, God, remember mercy. Don't give me what I deserve. Don't give those I love what they deserve. But God have mercy. You also see Rahab's statue. She wanted a token for her family. That they'd be saved. And the Bible tells us what that token is. It'd be a line in the window. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window which thou did let us down by, and thou shalt bring thy father, thy mother, thy brethren, and all thy father's household home unto thee. The scarlet line would be a means of their salvation. The scarlet line is the blood that flows from the Lord Jesus Christ. The scarlet line always speaks of the blood. 
The blood of Christ is all that can save our loved ones from destruction. But when the spies give out the orders, they gave a command. They didn't give her no choice. When we come into the land, notice these words, thou shalt bind. Not if you want to. It's what you got to do. The line of the scarlet thread and hang it out the windows. A lot of folks don't understand that word, thou shalt. That's a command for God. Thou shalt. That's a command for sinners. That's a command for our children. That's a command for anybody that's on the road to hell. There's no choice in the matter. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. They must call upon Christ. There's no choice in the matter. The Lord told Nicodemus, you got to be born again. There's no choice in the matter. But there's something that takes place before you're born again. You got to repent. You got to call on the name of the Lord. That's what needs to take place in your life, my life, and in the life of our children. If we are to see folks saved, they must repent and call upon the name of the Lord. We know that must be done. But preacher, we can't force them. I wish I could. I wish I could. If I could, I'd have done saved a whole bunch of them. Kind of like I told a fellow the other day, if beating the fire out of your kids would make them holy, mine would be holier than a bunch of nuns. But see, you can conform the outside, but God's got to do something on the inside. Your hair can drag the ground, your dress can sweep up the dirt, you can look the part, and you can play it pretty good for a while. But unless God gets inside you and does a work that only He can do, you're headed for hell. Headed for hell. So we know what's got to be done. For Rahab's family, if there was no scarlet thread in the window, there would be no salvation. They would be damned for all of eternity. They were still in sin. They couldn't neglect so great a salvation. Then you see Rahab's sign. When Joshua came in to destroy and conquer Jericho, the scarlet line would be a sign to him that the family in the house would be saved. And all that were in the house would have to believe that the scarlet thread would be sufficient to save them from destruction. This is where Rahab's belief comes in. She was to do something. She was to bring all of her family into her house. And they were to remain in the house. And they were not to go outside of the house. If they did, they're going to be lost. Had to stay in. Had to stay where the scarlet thread was. Is that not about the same thing the Lord told the children of Israel over there in Egypt? You got to do what God says. If you want a promise from God, you got to do what He says. Don't claim a promise if you're not willing to obey. And then finally you see Rahab's blessing. 
And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city. Verse 21. Both man and woman, young and old, ox and sheep, mass with the edge of the sword. No one was spared except Rahab and her family. Do you believe that? Yes. Young, old. I sure do. Well, preacher, them little fellas, are they sinners? Yes. They sinners by birth. They get old enough, they be sinners by choice. And you can go back further than that. They were sinners in their mama's womb. Isn't that what David said? I was a sinner when I was conceived. And unless God does something for you, you're headed for hell. No one was spared except Rahab and her family. Everyone else was destroyed. We even read that in the New Testament. By faith, the harlot Rahab perished not. Who perish? Them that believed not. In verse 22 through 25, Joshua said unto the two men that spied out the country, Go to the harlot's house, bring them out, all that she has, as ye swear unto her. And the young men that were spies went in, they brought out Rahab, her father, her mother, her brethren, and all that she had. They brought out all of her kindred. And left them without the camp of Israel. And they burned the city with fire. And all that was therein. Only the silver and gold and the vessels of brass and iron. And they put into the treasury the house of the Lord. And Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive in her father's household. And all that she had. And she dwelleth in Israel even unto this day. Why? Because she did what she was told. Joshua remembered Rahab and her family. You remember another fellow by the name of Abraham? Beseated on the behalf of his family. When's the last time you interceded for yours? When's the last time you've bathed your feet in tears? On the golden streets of heaven, all men hope to walk someday. Yet so many are not willing to accept the living way. But while others build on good works or the opinions, if they may, hallelujah, hallelujah, I'm depending upon the blood. And the soul-cleansing blood of the Savior, I've been washed in the crimson flood. Though the world may say there's hope some other way, I'm depending on the blood. Amen. It was the blood that saved Israel in Egypt. It was the blood that saved Rahab and yeah. Jericho. Yeah. That scarlet line represents Christ. The name Joshua means Jesus. Jesus. Saved Rahab and her family. She went from being under the curse to abiding under the blessing. What should we do? We should keep praying to every one of those that we love are brought into the Israel of God or we're taken over into eternity. 
We ought to keep on. Keep on praying. To the last wandering sheep. Is brought home. Oh God have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon our families. Have mercy upon those that we're acquainted with. That we see them. Brought to Christ. God have mercy. Have mercy upon those that are closest to us. May we lead by example and word. Wouldn't do us no good to have a word if we don't have no example. God help us to be the witness. And to be burdened as Rahab was. For those that we love the most. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 What a message. Yes. And uh, I believe fitting for this hour yeah. and for this audience. Yeah.